So I woke up this morning and I went to go check the news, Fox News, CNN, um, Washington Post, all the major news outlets. And the only thing I could really notice was the fact that they were trying to divert from what's really going on. Now, you might say, okay, Dave, that's that's ridiculous, but what do you mean by that? Well, first off, just wanted to say to anybody listening today, good morning, hope you guys are well, hope you guys are having a good Monday so far. Um, but what I'm noticing is that there seems to be a large mass agenda at play here. Now, I'm not trying to say this is a Republican thing. I'm not trying to say this is a Democratic thing. Ultimately, I think both sides are honestly in on it when it comes to the overall perspective of certain aspects of the agenda at hand here. But at the same time, what I also want to point out is the fact that when I look and I notice that, you know, the CNN morning talk show hosts are kind of making light of everything that's going on, I understand a certain perspective where people need to laugh. But when people check the news, they don't turn the news on because they want to laugh. They want to see what's going on. Now, I'm not trying to call out CNN specifically for playing uh, this morning as Saturday Night Live skit over and over again, just to kind of give context to the reality that everyone's living in around the world. But when I wake up and I hear that the UK is going to have mass inoculation starting tomorrow, as of the day I'm recording this episode, and then I hear, for example, that Joe Biden had announced his health team, but at the same time, he did an interview, I believe two or three days ago with Kamala Harris, where he hinted at the fact that if he ever has any major disagreements with her, he said he's going to do the same thing he said to Obama when he was vice president. He said, and I quote, I'm going to come up with some disease and then step down. Now, listen, I know that that's metaphorical. It's it's not meant to be taken literal. I understand that. So I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. React and and overreact rather to something that really isn't there. But at the same time, when you look at a lot of the things that these major politicians have been saying, whether it's Justin Trudeau of Canada when he mentioned the Great Reset, whether it's other leaders around the world saying certain lockdowns are necessary and it's something we need in order to instill the new world order. When you hear quotes like that, then you hear Biden talking about uh, back during the debate with Trump that it's going to be a dark winter. And then he hints at the possibility or jokes at it, but again, it could be a form of predictive programming that he's going to step down. And then I sit back and I look at all these other news stories and I say, wait a minute, this isn't, this is phenomenal because if we take a step back, what we're going to see here is the same conceptual predictive programming method being used over and over and over again, repeatedly, repeatedly. And so I say this because I'm kind of at a loss for words when I look at what's going on in LA, for example, when the uh, Los Angeles mayor announced that no one's allowed to go walking, no one can really leave their house. I imagine if you want to leave your house, there has to be some type of procedure to do it formally. And I mean, listen, this is the big debate between having government getting involved and having the people wanting to do what they please and wanting to do what they see fit to do regardless of the virus because they have something called the Constitution. And this is where there's a legal issue, even in Canada, even in the UK, people who are protesting as anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers and things like that. I respect the fact that f people are protesting peacefully. I got no support for the people that get violent on either side, but the people that are protesting peacefully have the right to do that. And it's not even my opinion. I would dare to say that I, I don't know the UK law, but I know for a fact that in the United States and in the West here, it is our right to 
peaceably protest. And again, the hypocrisy is quite rampant in a lot of cases. I mean, for example, the, uh, the, the Republicans weren't exactly doing the best job at containing COVID, let's say, but neither were the Democrats. They were just being propagated on a different angle, let's call it. And so whether it's people believe it's fake, the virus, or the numbers are inflated, or there are certain instances where it's like a you know, 98% survival rate, and then other people don't, uh, don't believe it, and other, other people do. Some people have been on their deathbed saying that they, they don't understand why they're dying because they don't believe the virus is real. As for all of those stories, I, I, look, I don't want to get into that because everyone is entitled to their opinion, and everyone's opinion and views are equal. To that of one another regardless of how quote-unquote ridiculous things sound i mean this is the show where we literally talk about things that seem so far out there but then we do our best together you and i to put everything into one shot and one timeline in order to make everything fit and so i can't sit here and and disrespect people's opinions like that but what i can say is that if i were to give you my humble take on what's going on in la i think it's disastrous I think that honestly, no matter how bad a certain virus gets, unless it gets to the point where it's some World War Z catastrophe, I, I don't think that banning, not banning people, but preventing people from going out for walks and things like that is something incorrect. Because look, I might be dumbing down and oversimplifying this, but this is the way that I see it. Science in general has had the ability to tell us what is safe and what is not with respects to COVID. They have been saying for months now that walking outside, even without a mask, as long as you're spaced out amongst one another, is probably one of the best, most safest things that you can do at this point in time. Not only is it good exercise, you get sunlight, it helps with your mentality, it helps with people who experience depression, anxiety, PTSD that are just getting worse because of COVID. And so when I look at that and I say, okay, no one in LA can go outside. And then in certain cases, water and electricity will be shut off for people who are not complying. If, look guys, water is a human right. And so they're threatening to do that. If I'm not mistaken, they're threatening to do that to, in extreme cases. And I quote, in the extremities of the situations. I mean, like, come on, you're going you're gonna to turn off the electricity and the water like they did in California, I think about a month back to people who were throwing house parties in the Hollywood Hills, I believe, or somewhere around there. I understand if you if you want to go and you want there's a, a house party with 100 people or 50 people you got to shut it down but don't shut off the water don't shut off the electricity and this is what scares me this is why I can see people freaking out about not wanting to take the vaccine and to a certain uh, to a large extent I don't blame them cuz I see both sides of the argument and everyone who on the left who says that people on the right are invalid no both sides have very valid points I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, in order to do this morning show, I, I, I watch things all the way from Newsmax to the Young Turks, so we're talking far left all the way to the far right. So I'm not trying to get, propose some type of different theory or, or proposal that would confuse you guys. All I'm trying to do here is just call it as it is. And what I see right now is what's going on in LA is unconstitutional. It's disastrous. I don't know if anything has been taken to the Supreme Court or some type of legislature like that in order to maybe um, limit the amount of power that the LA mayor has on Los Angeles, the similar to that of what the Supreme Court ruled in New York with Governor Cuomo, um, saying that the whole school situation was unconstitutional. Again, I think that's a fantastic example 
what happened in New York of the Constitution versus trying to keep people safe. And I think we need both sides of the argument because we need both sides to keep each other in check and in balance. We need one side to say more like more than likely conservatives and on the right say, listen, it is bad, but it's not as bad as you may think. And we need those on the left to say, listen, this is very bad. And they listen to the tend to listen to the science more often than not. Now, we can debate as to whether or not the science is flawed and how how far this this entire conspiracy reaches, but I do want to jump on to a couple other things before um, before finishing up this morning episode. Now, the next thing is that there was a gentleman, I believe a former Republican, and he was, a, I believe, fifty in his 50s, and just checking right here, was arrested in the Bronx for child sex trafficking. He was also a charter jet CEO, and yeah, 57-year-old Bronx resident Paul Alexander was arrested Thursday for alleged traffic, allegedly trafficking girls as young as 12 years old, according to Breitbart.com. But this has been reported amongst all other news sources, whether it's on the left or the right and, and what have you. Now, when I look at that, I think the child sex trafficking thing is a big issue, particularly nowadays. I do believe that the Epstein alleged suicide, and I say that with air quotes, but I also think that the Epstein documentary on Netflix uh, raised a lot more awareness to it. Do I think it's nonsense in the sense that there are people out there that are trying to push certain views that don't exist? I mean, listen, I can't, I'm not, I don't believe I'm in the in the place to say that. And I'm not saying that as a cop-out. I'm saying that because of the fact that if you had said to someone a year and a half, two years ago, that there is an island where a bunch of rich people go to all the way from famous lawyers, scientists to actors, and then underage girls are raped over there. Not all the time, but a very vast amount of the time. And then you find out later in life, Epstein was buying up all of the surrounding islands because there were girls trying to swim away and escape. People would laugh. I remember telling someone that Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's plane 26 times at two... I think it was about two years ago, and I got laughed at right in my face. The same person who laughed at me, or laughed right in my face that didn't believe it, believed it a year later when the Netflix documentary comes out. And so my point that I'm trying to make here is that people believe things when they see it on some type of mainstream, reputable network or source. And and, and it's like, listen, I've been saying this the whole time. I'm not trying to say I told you so, but I'm trying to say that just because you laughed at my face, but now all of a sudden it goes on Netflix and then you take it seriously and then you're tr- and then you try to ignore the fact that you laugh directly at my face and it's not about laughing at my face it's about the fact that i think you guys go through very similar things when you tell your friends or family very similar things that you're not trying to c- persuade them to see the other side you're trying to persuade them to see the bigger picture there's a difference between seeing the other side and seeing the larger aspect of it all and so that's what i think is important here because i look and i see right now If I were to apply the same methods I do with researching the episodes for you guys that I do with the real world in real time, what I'm seeing here is predictive programming combined with mass inoculation. Now, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that it's something to be vigilant of. Again, they're they're already talking about how uh, large chunks of world populations of world countries don't want to take the vaccine. Now, that's maybe because they don't trust it and I don't blame them. But at the same time, maybe they want to wait till another version comes out and who knows. But what I'm trying to say here is that it's almost like the big moves are part of one big chess game. And that's what it seems like to me. That's truthfully what it seems like to me. So... Please let me know what you guys think. I think that it is certainly something to be taken 
very seriously because as much as people want to think in certain countries that the extremities of of other countries will not hit them, if we allow things to not be questioned, and I'm not talking about physical violence, I'm not advocating for that at all, I'm just saying if we don't question things and bring attention to it, then it becomes a lot easier for one side to persuade its agenda over the other, and we need both sides to keep each other in check. Now, in reality, what we need is a total revamp of the government from the ground up, but listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there's some big revolution that's going to happen. It's not going to happen, at least not for the foreseeable future. You would need to shake the government up from the ground up, and so I think that honestly, we the best we can do here is question and continue to push for a free and open transparent conversation so please let me let me know what you guys think i hope you enjoyed this morning episode and uh we'll see you later this afternoon and if not uh, then we'll see you tomorrow morning peace